Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I'm so excited to have Rhonda Stoppy today on the show. Welcome, Rhonda. Thanks for having me. Let me tell you about Rhonda. She's a popular speaker who imparts the truth of God's word to her audience. She's an enthusiastic communicator who unfolds scripture with a contagious passion for truth as she teaches women to connect with God in an intimate love walk of obedience and to live deliberately in their purpose. She and her pastor husband, Steve, are the grateful parents of four grown kids. And she is the author of Moms Raising Sons to Be Men, which I love this book. And you, you just shared with me before we started that in 2023, can you share with the audience what you're doing with the book? Sure. My publisher is Harvest House Publishers, and the audiobook of Moms Raising Sons released on 2021. And the book is still just doing so well. So Harvest House said, let's re-release a 10-year anniversary edition in March 2023. So I will get to add a chapter on the culture war for our sons and also one for single moms. So I'm super excited about that. Yes. And I want you to know that a lot of this applies to girls too. A lot of what it does. Oh yeah. Any children that you're raising. Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you, you detail seven principles in your book, Moms Raising Sons to Be Men. Would you please give us an overview of each principle? The first principle is teaching your son to respect authority prepares him to respect God's authority. They, they say, I think it's in a shepherding a child's heart that they talk about by the time your child goes to kindergarten, we have to train them that they aren't free to self-govern. And one of the ways that we do that is teaching them not to touch valuable things in our home. They don't get to just have the freedom to be reckless in our homes. I did with Meredith, I talk about in Moms Raising Sons to Be Men, taking her into my living room where I had trinkets out, teaching her not to touch, imposing the consequence that I promised her. And this was when she wasn't even walking. She was just pulling herself up to furniture. But you know what? I could take my kid to people's houses And they would not destroy someone's house because I had taught them to respect my authority, to respect the possessions of whoever we were visiting. And in turn, it teaches our kids to respect God's authority because they are not free to self-govern. Number two, have a clear idea of the kind of man God calls your son to be. I love the story. I do a lot of scripture, moms in scripture, and then moms in history in the book, Moms Raising Sons. Susanna Wesley's story. I love like knowing she had all these kids. She would sit in her living room or her kitchen while these crazy kids going around her and she would cover her head with her apron to pray. And her kids knew don't bother mom when she's praying. You know, some of us are like, oh, I don't have time to pray. I'm driving kids to soccer. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. This woman knew the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous one accomplishes much. And she was a prayer warrior. John Wesley said about his mom, she was the beginning of greatness in all of us. Wow. I love right. That. And I loved her throwing that over her head. I thought that was so appropriate to do when you have all these kids running around. And that what does that teach our kids by example? That mom needs to spend time in prayer. And so do you. We can preach it all day long, 
but Jesus said the student becomes like his teacher, not like his teacher preaches at him, how he sees his teacher be. Men in history, men in the Bible, women in, in the Bible, many who were used by God greatly, their first teacher was not a theologian. It was their mom. And honest, oftentimes our, our teaching them comes as our example. Also going back to the clear idea of a man that your God calls your son to be, there's no coming a man ritual in our culture, except don't be a mama's boy. And our junior high boys get that. They start pushing us away. We try to control harder. That causes rebellion. Control freaks raise freaks. We have to learn how to hand them their manhood or they will fight us for it. That is one of the things I talk about in that chapter. Guide your son toward independence. When my kids were little, Meredith, like you're right, this book is all about raising kids. Harvest House wanted a mom's a boy's book, but I have raised two sons and two daughters. Meredith was little, skipping around the church after church one Sunday. And a friend, a mentor that we had invited to speak truth into our lives, because godly mentors are the key to knowing how to raise godly kids. And I was shushing Meredith and getting frustrated. And he said, why do you care? Is it a conviction that she's making noise in church? Is it, you know, you feel like it's offending people? And he pushed me till I finally said, no, I just don't want people to think I'm a bad mom. And he stopped me and he said, never raise your kids for what people think of you. You'll ruin them. Absolutely. That's the value of having older mentors in our life. I needed to hear that. I'm a middle child. I'm a people pleaser from way back. I didn't know at the time my husband was going to be a pastor, which pastors kids oftentimes go into rebellion because the kids are trying to be raised for what the church thinks of their family. That older mentor spoke truth into my life and saved my children from me raising them for my own glory, not for God's glory, reflecting my character, not Christ's character. That's why I write the books I write. The, we have a marriage book out called The Marriage Mentor. We write and speak because God calls the older to teach the younger how to love their husbands and love their children. I'm 60 years old. I've been married 40 years come, come October. I've learned a few things. Hashtag old ladies know stuff, I always say. <laughs> and so learning how to not raise our kids for our own glory and not to just be dependent on us, but to put their dependency on Christ. The next point is number four, knowing your son well allows you to encourage his strengths and correct his weaknesses. You have to have time when you're with your sons. Men listen shoulder to shoulder. As our junior high adolescent boys start spending time with us, I have the best conversations teaching my son, Brandon, to drive shoulder to shoulder. My son, Tony, did not come to our family till he was 15. I wanted to have great talks with Tony about the man I could see God was calling him to be. He's a fighter pilot in the Air Force. He's a lieutenant colonel now. That was always his dream. And I wanted to talk to him about his hopes and dreams. And I wanted to talk to him about girls. And I wanted to talk to him about trusting God with his future. And I wanted to talk to him about girls. So where did I go? He was working on his Jeep. We lived in Texas at the time. It's hot. So he would go out at night and work on his Jeep. I would sit in the Jeep with the top off. It was a convertible. And we would talk about girls and about his dreams and about the Lord. And he listened and he talked with his head down in that engine listening well and knowing when to talk and when to listen so that you can guide their thinking and help them think biblically. Number five is learn how to talk. So he listens. I think I just touched on that. Number six, teach your son to think biblically. I can't help my children think biblically. If I'm not washing my mind with the water of the word, Amen. the world's crazy right now. There's some crazy stuff going on. And if we are not in the word, we are going to look at the circumstances of life and think the sky is falling. But if we're washing our mind with truth, I read through, I read through the Bible in a year and during 2020, when everything was crazy, 
Um, we had the California wildfires burn down our 80 acre ranch. Our house was spared, but everything else burned. We, our grandkids had lice. I had to bring them home with me because my daughter was going to the hospital to have a baby. So I had lice in my house. And then there was the COVID pestilence and fires. And (laughs) but as I was reading through the Bible, I kept seeing, and the turn of events was from the Lord and the turn of events was from, and they weren't good events. And it brought me that peace that surpasses understanding. We have to get out, break free from the perspective. That's not biblical. That if you're doing what God wants you to do, your health, your wife, life is always going to be healthy, wealthy, and prosperous. If that's what you believe when things go wrong, it's going to rock your world. And you're going to get mad at God because you're going to think he didn't keep his end of the bargain. So learning to think biblically so that we can even teach our children biblically when a trial comes, my son, Brandon was diagnosed with epilepsy when he was six years old, severe seizure activity. It was so heartbreaking. And I remember going to the Lord after four years of battling it. He was set heavily sedated. And I remember telling the Lord, I quit. I'm done. I don't want, I'm serving you. You can't heal my boy. And then if the word is hidden in your heart, what I heard, not audibly, but so loudly in my heart and everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I said, I don't know how to be thankful for this, but I'll say thankful with my lips. If you change my heart slowly, we saw that God was using that time in Brandon's life to create in him to be a musician. I was coaching high school cheerleading at the time. I wanted to see my kid run one down the field, hit one out of the park. And God had to get this mama out of the way. Because God was going to raise up my son, not to hear the crowd glory in his accomplishments, but to raise up the crowd to glory in God's son's accomplishments through worship. And Brendan's a worship pastor now. Sometimes your trial is not about you. It's about a greater good. And if we're thinking biblically, the turn of events is from the Lord and his ways are above ours. His thoughts are above ours as high as the heavens are above the earth. So his ways are above ours. And it's all for his glory. Amen. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I tell the story on page 200 of the book is the prodigal Adoniram Judson. Adoniram was, was raised by a Puritan preacher and his wife. He rebelled against his upbringing. He went to college in New York to be a playwright. He failed miserably. One night in the dark, he was on his horse looking for a place to stay. And I have to back up. I forgot to tell the story. When he went to college, his friend named Jacob Eames turned his heart from believing in God, mocked him, laughed at him. And there's nothing new under the sun. It was the university professors and his friends that turned him from believing in God. So this night after he'd failed miserably, he saw light in the darkness and he went and it was an inn and he asked the innkeeper for a room. The innkeeper said, I only have one room available. You're welcome to it. But there's someone crying out in pain next door. In fact, they're dying. And at that point, Adoniram didn't think he would care. So he took the room, but all night long, he heard this person crying out in pain. And he started questioning, what if that was me? What if I were the one dying? What if I was going to face God? And in the morning, it got quiet. He had asked the innkeeper what happened to the man in the room. And he said he passed in the night. And for some reason, Adoniram Judson asked the name of the person who had been in the room next door. And the innkeeper said his name was Jacob Eames. He was the very friend that years earlier had turned Adoniram Judson's heart away from God. God devises a way to bring the prodigal child home. I guarantee you that Adoniram's Puritan parents were praying for his prodigal heart. That experience brought him to repentance, brought him home. He went to seminary. He became the first foreign missionary. He translated the Bible into the Burmese language. Thousands of people came to Christ because of that prodigal who came to the end of himself and repented and God used him greatly. Amazing. I mean, I hope people 
I know parents have gotten your book. I hope the new parents who've not heard of your book, Mom Raising Sons to Be Men, will go out and purchase this book because I couldn't put it down. You know, I had not heard about your book. I don't know where I was under a rock. I don't know. <laughs> but I, is there anything else you'd like to share? This book is great. It's not only, again, for just raising sons and men, it's for daughters to become women also. It's really becoming the mom you hoped that you would be. That's really what it is. It the is. book itself is on audio, which is great. If you go to my website, noregretswoman.com, you can find all of my resources there, my books, my, my interviews, all kinds of, and my social media. And if you uh, want to follow me on Instagram, also, if you sign up for my newsletter, you will get a free ebook called more money equals less stress. It's the money myth. And, and that's a good, a good one, but stay in touch with me. I have a mom's raising sons book club on Facebook. It's free. My, my YouTube channel, you can go to my website and click over there. There's a free marriage workshop that Steve and I do on there. There's free videos. There's just a lot of free resources. I'll hang out with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this wonderful wisdom and this information about your book and your website and your free resources. And we will have links to everything in our show notes. Thank you so much. And God bless you. And thank you for helping us to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.